Hey everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today on this gorgeous Colorado afternoon here. It's breezy, but it's also sunny with these white puffy clouds out here. It's just about one of those, you know, really sweet, just about perfect days in terms of, in my opinion. And uh, I hope it's equally as beautiful where you are and, you know, beautiful on the outside weather and also that your internal weather is, is good too. You know, I hope that it's just as beautiful. But if it's not, you know, remember, or even if it is, remember that the weather outside, just like the weather inside, just like anything we can possibly experience, none of it is permanent. It is all impermanent. It is all constantly changing and it will change, right? So, so if the weather is perfect, you know, don't cling to it. Don't attach yourself to it because it will change, right? And by the same token, if it's not nice, you know, then, then just understand that eventually it will change as well. And it will, you will have a, a beautiful day at some point, you know, and that, you know, again, that applies as much to the outer weather as it does to the weather within us, right? And so this is one of the arguments for being present, right? Or, or one of the <laughs> supportive arguments, I should say, uh, or one of the reasons why we can kind of, you know, focus on being present, right? Which is that, that, you know, everything is constantly changing. Every situation, every experience that we have is constantly changing, right? And, and so when we, when we acknowledge that, when we hold that in our awareness, or more precisely, when we pay attention to the fact that everything is transient and everything is impermanent, then it makes it easier to stay in the present moment because you're not clinging to those things that are the best things ever. And you're also not pushing away from those things. It's, it makes it easier not to judge the various situations and the various experiences that we have. And speaking of paying attention, you know, a lot of times I, I say, you know, bringing awareness to your sensations, bring awareness to the, the sensations within your body, bring awareness to your thoughts, bring awareness to the connection that you have to the rest of the world around you. And, and more accurately, what I should say in those situations, instead of bringing awareness to it, really paying attention to it. Because the, the way awareness works, right, and the way awareness versus attention works is that we have sort of this, you know, big globe of what we are aware of, right? Uh, the, the things that we are aware of. So, you know, the, the awareness is sort of our consciousness. You know, it's like everything that we could possibly know, everything we could possibly sense, everything we could possibly see, you know, um, that's our awareness, right? And so expanding our awareness is very, very key. You know, a lot of times when we're, you know, kind of rushing through life and we're, we're just kind of, you know, um, you know, we're just kind of focused on the things that we have to do every day. And, and, you know, again, getting involved with that hustle and just rush, 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 and all the different chores we have and all the different responsibilities we have, you know, what we do is we, we, we shrink our awareness, right? We, we become aware only of what's happening you know, like in this very small sphere, right? So when I say bring awareness to your senses, right, which again, there, there really is more than five senses. You know, you have your five outer senses, but then you have the sense of what's happening inside your body, right? Which, you know, I, I mentioned Dr. Daniel Siegel yesterday and, um, and he differentiates, he actually calls it eight different senses. So, so he calls, um, you know, the, the feelings of your muscles and the feelings of your organs and, and the functioning of your body is a sixth sense. And then your seventh sense is the sort of, um, you know, processing of your mind, the act activity of your mind, which would include your thoughts, your emotions, and the sort of, you know, sensations that that might, um, you know, produce, right? And then, um, so where he calls, I, I kind of combine those two, but whatever, it's all good. Um, 
then, then that last sense that we have, what I would call the seventh sense, is the connection, that, the sense of the connection that we have to others, right? And this is not a, a spiritual concept, as I talked about yesterday, not only a spiritual concept. Of course, almost all spiritual uh, philosophies and, and almost all world religions talk about you know, the connection that we have to others. But this is also very, very scientifically shown to be true, okay? And so, so as I say, bring awareness to these things, what I'm really saying is, is as paying attention to these things, right? Paying attention to the five senses, right? Paying attention to the, um, the, the, the inner senses that you have, right? The sensations of your body, the thoughts that you're having, the emotions that you're having, and then paying attention to the, the connection that we have to others. What we're doing then is we're taking our awareness and we're expanding it okay and wider and wider and wider and this is where things really start to happen for us okay the more we can expand our awareness the more you know the little things that happen to us don't wind up overwhelming us right there's a, a great story that actually is also referenced by dr dan siegel i'm rereading re one of his books right now so he's all in my mind but um uh, it's a great book by the way aware you should definitely check it out he's got this fascinating um uh meditation practice called the wheel of a awareness that I'll, I'll go over with you um, in one of these videos. He's actually given me permission to use it. Uh, so, so it's all good. Um, but uh, I actually got permission from it's like, it's like a nerd thing. I, I'm like a big fan of his. So, so I have like an email from him, uh, you know, saying that, yeah, you can use it. <laughs> I love that email. Um, but anyway, so the idea, he tells this story, right, which is a traditional story, but, but, um, but I'll give him credit because he's the one I heard it from. So, so picture an espresso cup, right, filled with water. And if you take a teaspoon of salt and you dump it into that espresso cup full of water, and then you try to drink that water. What's going to happen, right? It's going to taste gross. It's going to be completely salty, not edible in the least, right? It's not going to be quenching. It's not going to taste good. It's going to be really yucky, right? Because it's going to be complete salt, right? If you, though, if you take that espresso cup, if you, instead of an espresso cup, you take like a gallon jug or, or a five-gallon jug of water, right? Instead of a little cup, you big, big bucket, and you dump the same amount of salt into that bucket, you could drink that and you'd never even know the salt was in there, right? It's the same salt, it's the same water, but what's happened is we've expanded the level of, of you know, we've expanded the ratio, right, of, of water to salt. And so the same thing happens when we expand our awareness through paying attention to all these different ways that we can sense things, externally and internally. When we do that, we expand our awareness Okay, and as we do that, right, those little things that happen to us every day and even some of the big things that happen, even all of the big things that happen to us every day, those become like so many teaspoons of salt, right? So, so in other words, right, if you're just, you know, focused on, you know, <clears throat> what's happening at work today, right, and, you, and you're, you know, you're all wrapped up in this one thing, right, and you, your thoughts are consumed by this one thing that's going on, right, then one email comes in, it could throw your whole day into chaos, right? It could, it could just completely mess with you, right? 
But if while you're doing this work, and again, the same work, like the, the actual work doesn't have to change. Like you're still, you know, under the same amount of pressure for this project and this project still needs to be done. But instead of just consuming yourself with this one little thing, if at the same time as you're working on this, you pay attention to all the different things that you can hear around you. You pay attention to the, the smells that you're smelling. Gosh, I hope that's not too loud. You pay attention to, um, to the, the feelings inside your body. You pay attention to the, the, the sensation of your, your body sitting in the chair, of the, the pen in your hand, you know, paying attention to all these different things and also paying attention to the connection that you have with others in addition to your emotions and your thoughts and your, your sensations of your body, right? When you pay attention to all of this stuff, you can still do this work. Right? It's not like you're, you're inhibiting your ability to do this work, but by opening yourself to all of these other things going on, what you've done now is you've increased that little espresso cup to a big, big bucket of water. And therefore, this teaspoon of salt that comes in from an email or a phone call or, or what have you, it doesn't seem that bad, right? And that's something that you can just kind of, okay, I got to deal with this now, right? Now, of course, I make it sound very easy. And, and it is simple, but it's not necessarily easy. It takes practice, right? But that's all it takes is just practice. The more you can practice paying attention to all of these different senses, right? All seven of them, as I say, the more you're going to be, you know, just all the time with this expanded this this you're not walking around with an espresso cup now you're walking around with a, a big you know five gallon water jug like the, like you see at the uh, at the office right when you turn it upside down and you get the dispenser right like like that's the amount of water that you're walking around with instead of this little espresso cup and so then when things do come up it's much easier to kind of handle them in stride right which again comes back to presence right because by maintaining your presence and not thinking about what's going to happen when this uh when this phone call comes in or what what's going to happen when you know when that thing goes wrong or this thing goes wrong or, or what happened last week and and when we can really remain in presence right and we can do so with acceptance right? Just accepting what's happening. And we can do so by leading ourselves with compassion. Then again, we keep ourselves that there's nothing there that can take away our well-being, right? And so, so really importantly, though, and what I wanted to talk about today with you about this, this whole expanded awareness, right? And, and the ability to understand the differentiation of the various, um, you know, ways in which you can, you know, the various things that you know, but how they fit in with the whole of all that you can possibly know, right? So for instance, I know that I can hear a construction car, a construction truck in a few streets over, right? I know that I can feel the wind on my face, right? I know that I can, I smell the grass, right? I know that I can taste this tea that I've been drinking, right? And, and I know that, um, that I can see my, myself on, on a camera right here, right? And so I am not particularly focused on any one of those things, but yet I recognize that I see all of them. So they are all within my awareness. But now if I focus on my image on this screen, and I see that my hair is getting blown away. 
now I, I'm focused on this, right? But it doesn't take away the sound that I hear and the, and the smell that I smell and the taste that I have and the, 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 the feeling of my, my feet on the grass. You know, it doesn't take away from that, right? So what I've done now is I, I have this sort of differentiated experience, right, of all these different senses. And again, it's not just those. It's also my emotions, my sensations within my body, and my connection to others. I am very, very much aware right now that I do have connection to others. Now, I'm not necessarily paying attention to it every minute of every day, but it is always within my awareness, right? And so by by having these differentiated on, you know, differentiating knowns, right? The things that I know are true, right? The sounds that I hear, the sights that I see, the, the, the connection that I have to others and so on and so forth, right? All those things I just named. Knowing that I have all those differentiated, but also knowing that they all are within my awareness, right? What this does is this creates integration, Okay, and integration is enormously important to our health, our physical health, our mental health, and our emotional health. Okay, this is what it's all about, right? Integration could also be called balance, right? Which is again why, you know, when, when something comes up today, right? Like when my kids, you know, <laughs> I was on a client call earlier and, um, and at the very end of the call, I start hearing my kids start screaming, right? And they're, they're fighting and they're fighting over like the, the television or something like that, right? And so, like that kind of thing could, you know, kind of throw my whole day off, right? It could like create this real chaos in my mind, right? But instead, I was able to meet it with an acceptance and with presence and with compassion because I have this integration, because I have this balance in my mind, right? Um, and so, so the, the, when I speak of chaos, that's an important word, okay? An unbalanced mind, right, will often revert into a, a place of either chaos or rigidity. Now, this is going back to Dr. Siegel here. Um, you know, he calls, he, he talks about this thing called the river of well-being, okay? When we are in our sense of well-being and when we're feeling good and we're balanced and we're optimized in our mind to really kind of be, you know, resilient and productive and, and not, you know, we're, we're in a state of balance, right? Then our minds are neither chaotic nor are they rigid, right? But when we become unbalanced, we are going to either go into one of those two places, right? And of course, you know, when you recognize that you are, I'll give you some tips on, on that next week because this video is getting long already. Um, but, but next week, I'll let you know about what, how to recognize and, and what to do when you find yourself in a place of chaos. And, and, and conversely, what to do and how to, how to recognize when you're in a state of rigidity, right? And certainly, this helps with other people as well. And this comes back to the emotional intelligence, right? understanding when we're in that place and, and using that information to, to guide us to, to a place back to the river of well-being, right? So again, folks, it's all about balance and it's all about integration. And the way that we create this balance, right, is by broadening the base of our awareness. And so by, by paying attention to all these different ways in which we can experience things and practicing this every day, right? Like practice, practice, practice to the point where it becomes automatic. That's the key, okay? To, to 
to maintaining this balance all the time. And therefore, you know, again, just like that teaspoon of salt, it will never ruin your day, right? The teaspoon of salt and my kids screaming at each other did not throw my day off. I dealt with it. I was able to get them calmed down and we all moved on with our day and everybody's happy now, right? It's, you know, but that's not always the case, right? A lot of times when something happens, we, we get overwhelmed by it, right? We go into a state of, of chaos or we get so rigid about it. Like, you know, like go to your rooms. I, I told you not to do that. You know, that kind of thing, right? You know, we don't have to do that, right? We don't have to live that way. We don't have to live in the chaotic mind or the rigid mind. We can live in a balanced mind. And the key to doing that is to expand our awareness in the ways that I talk about in these videos. And so if you would like to know any of the practices to help you do that, because listen, folks, I love it. I love that you're sitting here listening to this and I love making these videos, but I got to tell you, it's not the videos that are going to get it done. Yes, these ideas are important and the knowledge is important. The understanding of this stuff is important, but the practice is more important. Okay, so if you'd like to know about some of these practices, leave me a message leave a comment, get in touch with me. Let's start talking. All right. Thank you for listening. I hope that this was beneficial to you. I know this was a long one and a little bit meandering, uh, but that's the way it goes sometimes. And I'm going to be present, accepting, and, and practice compassion with that, and compassion towards myself and compassion towards you. So if you have any questions, hit me up, okay? And I'll be back on Monday. And uh, maybe on Monday, I'll talk about that whole rigidity and, and chaos thing. And, and we'll talk about how we can recognize those things and what to do when we do recognize them. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. I hope your weather is bright and lovely. And if it's not, just hang in there. It's going to get better. I promise. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.